y'all. Welcome to Southern Bells. Hey, y'all. It's Brittany and Beth. So, we're glad that you could join in with us today to listen. Again, if you're interested, you can follow us on Facebook at Southern Bells Faith, Food, and Fitness. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hey, y'all. So, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, friends. It's a little so, later today. Yeah. We're still getting it. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. So today's Jesus and tea apparently <clears throat> is from we haven't had tea time in a minute, you know? Like I know. It, it's been a while. What what's in your cup? Uh just some uh, mint. I wanted some mint tea. So I'm oh, having and you see I have my yeah. cup It's so hot I can't touch it. It's burning my fingers. Today's episode is Roman five verse 1 through 11 Candace Cameron Bray devotional if you're following along with us this is day seven in the book and it's titled finding your worth so it says therefore since we have been made right in God's sight by faith we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us because of our faith Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing god's glory we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials for we know that they may help us develop endurance and endurance develops strength of character character develops our confident hope of salvation and this hope will not lead to disappointment for we know how dearly god loves us because he has given us the holy spirit to fill our hearts with his love when we were utterly hopeless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now, most people would not be willing to die for an upright person, though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who is especially good. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, while we were still his enemies, he will certainly be saved through his life of his son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. So much in this set of scriptures. Well, I am just seeing how God shares his love and friendship with everyone basically even his enemies um, more importantly his enemies mm -hmm. absolutely mm -hmm. yeah so i think that's important that we need to remember that because i'm sure at one point in everyone's life we have developed an enemy and um i think it's very and you and i went through this months and maybe a year ago um enemies that we made peace with in our lives and 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 um we feel better because of that. Well, and not only that, like, it, it's funny that, like, how, I don't even know, I think I've even said this one day this week, and it may have been in the prayer pocket that I did, um, where sometimes things don't come into fruition until later on. So, right, right. like, there's, there's a time for planting, and there's a time for harvest. Mm -hmm. So, 
something happened to me this week. I was watching something on television. Um, Nathan and I tend to watch something together in the evenings, like right before we go to bed. And one day this week, I had turned on a movie um, off of Pure Flix. And um, something in that was said in this movie, like, clicked, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, gosh, I thought about this like six months ago. But obviously, I wasn't ready to handle that situation six months ago. But then like that, you got a came- reminder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it like came forward through this movie. And I was like, oh, oh, yes, I hear you, Lord. I hear you loud and clear. I know what you're telling mm-hmm. me. to do. Now. But it was just it was about that. It was about forgiveness. And it was about how sometimes we we want to forgive, but we don't know how to forgive. Oh, yeah. And it's sometimes that we want to forgive and be able to forgive, but we're still a little bitter, right? And we can't because we're human. And my mom kills me with the worst one. I can forgive, but I'll never forget. I know. You must forget. You got to forget, too. Forgive and forget. Well... You know, I'm not, so I thought that originally too. Like I thought you had to, but like I learned this week that that's not true because. But you can't let it keep coming back up. So I'm saying like, well, you'll never actually forget what another person does to you, good or bad. Right. But you you can't let it keep resurfacing and let it keep bothering you. You just got to let it go. So, okay. So here's an example if you have a severe cut if you have a wound where you see physical damage you see it right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it has a scab right if you keep Mm -hmm. picking at that scab it will never never heal heal exactly that's a great analogy it's never going to heal but if you allow that wound to fully heal heal you give it the care and the proper attention that it needs yes you have a scar you may have a mm-hmm. scar but that is a reminder of the healing that took place i love this friend right you, this is amazing this is a great visual analogy for people to realize this is wonderful good job friend See, and God, like, God spoke to me this week, and I didn't even realize that's how he was going to have me explain it, but Mm -hmm. he spoke to me this week, and he's like, it's okay to have those scars in your life. Those people are going to be present no matter what. You're going to have scars Mm -hmm. in life. They're not going to just magically vanish, right? Same Mm -hmm. way with some Mm -hmm. people in our lives are Mm -hmm. not going to magically vanish. Sometimes there's going to be those reminders. But if you allow it to be a reminder of the strength and the healing that took place That's and what not I was a say. reminder of the pain and the anguish that you faced, mm-hmm. that is forgiveness. That right. is overcoming. That is healing. That is God. That is exactly what I was about to say. If you have to think about the things and the lessons that you learned and how it made you stronger and how you changed because someone may have hurt you in the past or whatever may have happened because 
I'm going to tell you right now, if the things that have happened to me had not happened, I would not be who I am right now. Amen. Amen. Okay. So I also want to point out that he also reminded me for you and I in our health and fitness journey, Mm -hmm. sometimes we beat ourselves up because we feel like we're failing. We feel like we're (laughs) Mm -hmm. failing. We feel like like that yesterday. I even told you total fail today. Yeah. Total fail. I'm, but we're conscious. We're conscious of our Mm -hmm. decisions, whether they're health promoting or health, you know, damaging, really. Sabotaging. We're conscious of it. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that is growth. Mm -hmm. That's not failure right? No, not at all. Not at all. And God is amazing friends. Yeah. And he's kind of telling us both the same thing this week, I think. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing. Um, and I'm really big on this forgiveness thing. I think our enemies do hold us back because we're not forgiving them. And that's us allowing that to happen. So when we went through that trial and tribulation of doing those things, it was hard. Mm -hmm. And I even had a conversation with Will with this one particular forgiveness that I had to do. The girl messaged me on Facebook (laughs) about about fitness. (laughs) I'm like, is this God testing me to see if my forgiveness is really real or not? And he was like, yeah, honey, it is. You, You need to you know, put your big girl pants on and step up. If you did forgive, this shouldn't bother you. <laughs> so, you know, I did it. I, I gave her the information that she needed and went How on. And yeah, I mean, I, it was a true test. It really was because automatically your first response was, why is this person messaging me? Mind, right? <laughs> yeah, but I also used that opportunity to say my forgiveness to that person. Yes. Absolutely. Where I never had before. So right. just in my heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I use that opportunity. So it was a test. <laughs> it truly was a test. So watch out for those tests because God is going to send them to you for sure yeah. to see if what you say you've done, you've really done. If you've really done it. So question yeah, one. Mm-hmm. On what do people tend to base their value, their worth? Mm-hmm. I know this one 100%. I put by material things like clothes, car, home, and bank accounts. I put their job, their possessions, and the number of friends. Ooh, number of friends. I didn't think about that, but I guess that could be true. Hey, you know, I just got one friend. I'm happy. <laughs> I don't need a thousand. That's too much. Well, and I feel like. A lot of times we have acquaintances. We have people mm-hmm. that we will socialize with. But then I also feel like you and I have talked about this too. Like we have friends for different seasons and sometimes different circumstances. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like obviously you're still my best friend. And mm-hmm. I still feel like all things in life, like I can come to you and we can talk about and right. And, and, just, it, it comes so easy and so natural. Right. I have never had a 
huge number of people I let really close to me in that circle. Right. Yeah. I just have never been that person. So, and I feel like sometimes I have people come in my life that are like in and out at different I have, I, I have that. Yeah. And I love those people. Don't get me wrong. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. But I have those too, but uh, you're my, you're my constant. You're my every day. You're my, yeah, right. my care partner, but I, yeah. I have those people that I love that come in and out. And, um, when I see them, it's like, we never hadn't talked in a month or a year, you know, exactly. but yeah, those friends are important too. They're still friends, but life happens. Life happens. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's still for some people, that's a value of their worth. Like they right. search out having thousands of people on their social media or having a gajillion people that they can say they're friends with. Like, I don't, I, just one of those things. I agree. Didn't think of that one, but I agree. That's a good one. Question two. How easy is it for you to allow your circumstances to affect your feeling of value or worth and why? I love that we did these a long time ago and we can look back at them now and go over them again. As I said, very easy. Anything or situation that is bad affects me down to the point of not opening mail Um, because it could also change and offset my moods. Like an unexpected bill coming. Yeah. Well, like for me, I put what other people think of me, do to me, or say to me impacts Mm -hmm. me significantly. Right. But I, can you recognize how much growth we've had in a year? I would say now that I'm not this bad as I was then. Yeah, me too. So I have had growth there. So, me too. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind. I don't know why. I mean, I'm, I, I put example unexpected bill like, but unexpected things happen all the time. So now that I've better prepared myself, so if you can remember correctly, I think it was last year, I really buckled down on budgeting and um, not spending money crazily. And we've had tons of unexpected um, bills happen, like Piper's accident. And then we just replaced our um, air unit. Right. So I was more prepared because I prepared myself for those things to happen that I didn't let it stress me out too bad. Yeah. And not only that, you had allow yourself the mental growth of Mm -hmm. because you had some other things pop up last year that were like unexpected and we we talked about how to manage them how to set goals and Hunter's surgery this year that was another thing Hunter's surgery I mean we've had like bam 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 but we made it so I don't know if we'll make it through another bam after this air conditioning unit but we're gonna be okay yeah because we were prepared God prepared you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Right. How right. might developing a relationship with God affect a person's self-worth? Huh. So my number one thing that I said was ease my anxiety. I'm referring, referring to myself as the person 
if I prayed about the circumstance before it even happened. So preparing for things to come before it even happens by praying and preparing myself and anxiety was the big one. So I have a new anxiety in my life coming up this year. Um, I need to pray about that more because right now I'm like, it's not even happening because I haven't really truly started, but it's going to happen. So I'm not prepared. I I need to pray more about that. Anxiety. Yeah. For me, I put strengthening your belief of your own self-worth because a good one. I have never, (laughs) we've talked about this on this podcast before, like when it comes to self-reflection, it is so much easier for the perfectionist personality in me to point out the flaws. It's so Mm. much apparent, more apparent to me, like what I am not doing than what I am doing. So with a whole lot of therapy this past year, like working on it, like personally, professionally, and with, you know, someone professionally, I've really improved in this area. And I know that it's by the hand of God because Mm -hmm. we cannot deny our own self-worth, our own being as we're perfectly imperfect. Like Mm -hmm. God made us all unique. We have our own strengths. We have our own weaknesses. We have our own um, gems that we bring. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you know, that diamond in a rough kind of sense, like that is us. And it wasn't until this year that I joined a a, um, group. I'm not on Facebook right now, y'all. Like I am posting to Instagram some, but I'm not on Facebook. Like I just needed a break, but there was a mom group on there. Um, I did a training for my job and she's a pediatrician that kind of broke away from conventional medicine because she wanted to really help children where they were at, not prescribing medicine, not, Mm -hmm. you know, forcing vaccinations and things like that. And she challenged us during this session and I just like her vibe was amazing. So she created this safe space where you could share your healing journey. So I started writing again, which is something I used to love doing. I used to love to write and I would write like life experiences and turn them into like poems or songs or, you know, what have it. And I never felt like they were of any value to anyone but me. So I started to share these in this group and the response that I got like was just to me was mind blowing because I didn't expect it. Like I, you always look for that gratification. You look for that. What do people think kind of response, but I didn't expect the warmth and the love and the, oh, hey, I really needed to hear that, you know, thank you for Mm -hmm. sharing that and, and what a great perspective kind of thing. And like, she even side messaged me and she's like, hey, she's like, I am so thankful that you are sharing this stuff. Do you mind if I share some of your stuff? And I'm like, not at all. (laughs) I think that you have a way with words that no one else I know does and the way you speak them and the passion that you have about them is a gift 
my friend, that you have. But it's just proof too, like if we don't value ourselves, we don't share mm -hmm. our gifts. Friend, right. we failed. We fail to share ourselves, which in itself is a gift. Mm -hmm. Like, right? I mean, do you know, I know that I am an encourager of others. But when it comes down to me being in that situation, I am the world's worst on myself. Yeah, like, I have you. so much self-doubt that it's unreal that I can yeah. do anything to the fear of not doing it at all. So a few years ago, I said, I'm going to do one hard thing for me a year. You know, we just did the race. That was mentally hard for me too. Oh, and yeah. um, so coming up, I, I've already, might as well say, I've already signed up for my next hard thing. And I've encouraged someone else to do this hard thing that I've, that I watched this person do and accomplished and comes to me daily and she's like, thank you so much. I, I wouldn't have been able to get through it without you pushing me in my self-doubt. And I find that I doubt myself. How can I encourage others when I put so much self-doubt on myself? Yeah. How, right. how is that? I don't know. But use your gift that God gave See? you to, to, to use those words and don't let anybody hold you back from that because the way you speak is amazing. If we reflect on this a year from now, though, like the hard things that we have overcome, and I'm getting ready to start my next hard thing because I made up my mind today. Like, I am learning lifestyle changes. I mm -hmm. am so over like the super highs and super lows and the dips and stuff and <clears throat> but I heard something else this week that was talking and it was actually on the Trim Healthy Mama podcast. If you haven't listened to this week's episode, I, highly recommend I haven't, but they are the best, most encouraging. Well, they were talking about, yeah, yeah it was I a know. phenomenal one because she was, she was talking about how, you know, a rubber band is elastic, right? So neuroelasticity, what happens is, is it'll go one way for a while, but then it bounces back to old habits. And that's the mm -hmm. same way for us. Like we tend mm -hmm. to want to bounce back to old habits. And if we don't pull ourselves back to the new habits, it's easy for us to just get off track and completely be, you know, in the same rut or in the same 10 to 15 pounds that we've just lost, right? Lost so, and gained back. I have yeah. lost and gained the same, same five pounds for a year now. So, yeah. So listen to that. And maybe we can talk about that for the midweek podcast. That would be mm -hmm. a good, good topic for that. But um, what prayer requests do you have? Oh, let me think. Bessie. Yes. Bessie is so close to delivery. Like she had an appointment on Friday. She's been having some. Braxton Hicks and mm -hmm. she got confirmation she is dilating her cervix are halfway thinned out she's ready for Paisley mm -hmm. to come she's been doing everything she possibly could instead of resting like I've been telling her <laughs> to do um but I think that Bessie's not wanting Lizzie to be uh Paisley to be born on Lizzie's birthday is causing her a lot of anxiety because she's trying to control a situation that she really can't because <laughs> that's on God's time when Paisley comes. 
Um, but this, then in the same a, sense, if she worries herself enough, she can induce her in labor. Yeah, exactly. So I just want her to, I just want prayers for her to calm down, be patient and let, let it happen let on its own. Happen safely. Yeah. yeah. Let it happen safely and, and um, not, not let her anxiety be so high. Just let it happen. She wanted right. us to go to Charlotte and eat pizza at this pizza place today because they have this pizza called the inducer. And every time a pregnant woman <laughs> eats the pizza, they go into labor. <laughs> so we had to tell her no on that. We're not doing that. Charlotte, you, I mean, Charlotte, you know, I, we went to Charlotte. So it's like an hour and a half away almost. That is funny. So that, I think that's all I have. My mom's home, so we've been enjoying her. We spent the whole day together yesterday up until like 11.30 last night. She was still here. So Will and I actually slept in. If you hadn't messaged me this morning telling me y'all were going bike riding and hiking, I would probably wouldn't have woken up. <laughs> Sorry, we were up late last night. What you got? Any prayer requests? Um, COVID is really bad back home. Like oh, really no. And so I have some families that are dealing with it, plus family members. And um, we have a little guy in our community. I mentioned him this week, but like he's still not walking on his little leg. Like he's still not weight bearing. So he um, he still needs prayer for just healing of his, his ankle. And then um, obviously keep Eli and Joshua in prayer. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Well, I think that it's my turn to pray and we've got a lot of littles to pray for today. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, um, let's just bow our heads and go to God, guys. Dear Heavenly Father, first and foremost, we always like to thank you for the beautiful friendship that you have pulled together with Brittany and myself, Lord, and our families, because the Lord knows that Every small little detail and every little gesture, they're, they're very thankful to, to have each of us in our lives, Lord. Lord, we want to pray for all the little babies, Eli, Joshua, um, even little Miss Paisley that's coming on her way. We pray that you just take care of our littles and just love them like we do. We know you do, Lord, and keep them safe and Keep them strong and healthy, Lord. Um, we just thank you for those little gifts of the little children that you give, you have given us. That's the best gift in the world for a mother to receive, Lord. Lord, we just continue to pray for everyone that's battling COVID, that you continue to wipe this disease away from our lands, Lord. Lord, anyone that is still just harvesting their crops, Lord, we pray of their flourishing and, and growing and all the abundance is coming in, Lord. Lord, we just thank you for the gifts that you've given us. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 God is good, y'all. Have a great rest of your week. Happy Sunday evening. All right.